Hey, After Buzzers, we're talking How to Get Away with Murder, Season 4, Episode 12. Ask him about Stella. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I hope y'all like our little intro for tonight. Wasn't it the cutest? Oh my god, we're so corny. We planned that a few times before we started. Hey everybody, I'm April Wissenhant. We're talking how to get away with murder tonight. You can find me everywhere at April Wissenhant with my beautiful, lovely co-host. Hey guys, Elena here. You can follow me on all social platforms at hey underscore it's lay. It is ladies night in We feel alright tonight. That's a song. It's ladies night and none of feel alright. None of none of Oh, what a night. We're basically Barry Manilow. Um, JB and Nadine are out today, so we're so happy y'all are watching with us. What'd you think about the episode? Listen, we're really going to need you to use your fingers tonight because you're going to be co-host number two and three. Uh, Four. You get it. Three and four, you know. (laughs) You get it. Three and four. (laughs) Um, So we want to know what you guys felt about this episode because April and I, I kind of watching it with you same well we have so much fun yeah we you know before we got here we were like oh my gosh they're gonna hate us but in the react like really i don't think so no this was a good episode y'all are gonna love us right (laughs) you know what i okay so it's funny that that's the title because that's not even what it should be to me to me it should be something about baby christopher or the class action yeah there's so much happening in tonight's episode and like a lot of places to start i want to start though Probably with, uh, let's start with Isaac and what's going on with him. That's kind of like the meatiest part of the episode, I guess. We start off and he is having a freak out in the car. Um, We see that he gets... I I like that they took us back to what happened to Dr. Roja before we saw him in the chair Mm -hmm. high off KPEC. So I thought, like I even wrote in my notes, suicide, because... Whenever, I guess I wasn't even thinking out of the box. I was just thinking like, oh, he's going to relapse on heroin. That's what he relapsed on. So when he's like crushing things into the thing, I I don't know. I guess I didn't know, obviously. So (laughs) I thought maybe he was trying to commit suicide at that moment. We were the most uneducated drug people there were. I guess that's a good thing, but... I mean, it's a great thing, but we were, like, true not smart because um, he started smashing the pills and April was like, wait, that's not heroin. Is that heroin? Like, what? <laughs> is that how you do heroin? She was, she was like, is that how you do it? And I was like, I don't know what heroin is. <laughs> she was like, I thought it was. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Um, that's I, good. But okay. I, I watch a lot of crime shows, so I feel like I should have basic knowledge. Yeah, true. It wasn't heroin. Something I've never heard of before. K-Pack. K- K- K-Pack. I heard of opioids. Yeah. I think I said that right. You did. You said it perfectly. Y'all heard of those drugs Uh, before? Yeah. So that's what he did. Obviously, a relapse. Um, He ends up telling Annalise that's the first time that he's relapsed in 20 some odd years or something like that. Um, Obviously, we learned that that is very much so not true. But what's scary about it, and it kind of should have told us this from the beginning is when Annalise shows up at his house the next day and he's, you know, seemingly okay. He's, you know, arriving from wherever he was. Uh-huh. She, he says, oh, I was at my girlfriend's house. And then just a couple of minutes later, he's like, I was lying. I was high. And she 
Just the look on her face. I know you hated it, but she looks like she really felt bad for him. And of course, why would she not feel bad for him? She, it seemed like she was genuinely disgusted at the fact that he would go back. Like she yeah. felt awful, but her expression, reading it as like an audience from an actress, I was just like, she couldn't find another facial expression to express that disgust. Like, Cause she literally was just like, yeah, it was, it was almost like no emotion. She had like a slight little smirk, but I, I think she felt bad for him because obviously she's relapsed before. Right. And she, of course, feels partly responsible. The whole reason why this is happening is because he became a part of the lawsuit for Laurel to help her and to help Annalise. So, okay, though he did that, Mm -hmm. do you agree that there is some truth with Jorge's case against Dr. Isaac? Or do you guys at home think that he did play, like, his, his part... And Stella's death mm-hmm. was death by delivery. delivery. <laughs> so I also had to Google that. And I'm not going to lie. A lot of stuff came up about uh, women giving birth. So I just stopped searching it. I mean, I don't. So, okay. At first, I felt like, you know, he really didn't have a part and et cetera, et cetera. But now I'm a little torn. Mm-hmm. It was the whole text message that threw me off. Like the whole text message that, that was wrong. And I understand him thinking like a an addict and yeah. not wanting to not wanting his wife to, you know, blame him for it. Yeah. But I don't know. Do you guys feel like he truly caused his daughter to die? Do you think that it was an accidental suicide? Do you think that she was just getting high and she didn't know what the drugs were or how to use them? Yeah. And OD'd? I think it's one of those things that we'll definitely never know. I mean, I... It's so weird that he made up this whole thing, even to Annalise. I get not wanting to tell the truth because you think people are going to be this way to you and whatever, but it's also, like, at this point, you know, when it comes to, like, certain lawsuit things, you just got to tell the truth. And I'm sure it's, like, why hide it? And he hid it because he was so mortified at the thought of people thinking that his daughter's death was because of him. I, I don't think we'll ever know if it was a suicide or what. She had just dropped out of college um, obviously he just beats himself up over and over again because he said all she saw her whole life was about how his whole life was about overcoming addiction mm-hmm. and about how that messed him up for so long. Yeah. But turns out he was high the whole time. And he even said, he's like, she, of course she had to have known something was The fact up. that he lied about being 20, being sober for 23 years. So there's some interesting stuff happened. Okay. Uh, one person's reminding me that I too thought Dr. Roja was shady. Remember I didn't like him when he was yeah. first introduced and I was like, I don't know why. Um, and they're basically saying it's about time you figured out why he was so shady. Mm-hmm. Um, they really believe that Stella accidentally overdosed. Yeah. Like she just found his stash, but that it's still his fault for having the drugs in the house and for yeah. being this addict. I mean, but you have a grown adult child. Yeah. You know, uh. I mean, it, it's definitely one of those situations that kind of, it's borderline both ways. She did take them, but it, I mean, people do crazy things when they're depressed, when they're going through something. And of course, dropping out of college, doing something like that, having a father that you know, is essentially pretending to be sober, but you know he's not. Right. Who knows what was going through her mind, but what ultimately kind of matters is that it was there for her in the first place. But, you know, it opens up all these other topics of, like, whether you should have alcohol in the house or this or this, but then it comes down to really educating your kids. Either way, it's, it's it's both. She took them 
I, it's kind of weird. I don't know where the um, the DA had come up with, like, him. What was he molesting her or something like that. I don't recall that. Are what, you making they, that up? No, they said that in, uh, you remember in the preview or whenever he was remembering back, they were like something about molestation of, of some sort. I don't but, recall. Guys, just FYI, you can't trust April. She you make, can. <laughs> April makes stuff up. Okay, for, this is so not on topic. We're about to ask this. Is Laurel's mom's first name Sandrine? Did they say that tonight? <laughs> I could swear I heard it twice. Her name's not Sandrine. Okay, well, they'll I tell us. I must have missed it. They'll tell I just, us. Okay, anyway, this is why you can't trust her because she <gasps> makes stuff up. No, they'll tell us. They know better than we do. Are we taking an intermission? Do you guys know if Laura's mom's name is Sandrine? What is it? Sandrine. You got that from friends. You admit it. I it. said it. He was good. Yes, it is. Oh! Y'all, I'm never right. No. Sorry, I'm so happy. No. They didn't say it. Now, Sandrine, Sandrine, Sandrine Sun, or Sandrine. Sandrine. See, it's an accent. It's not Sandrine. You said it wrong. That's probably why I didn't hear it. Okay. Okay. Right. Anyway, so back anyway, to topic. Dr. Um, Isaac. <laughs> so I thought that they mentioned something like that about last episode. But either way, um, I I get, of course, he's, he didn't want his wife to know, oh, it was because of him whatever but it's also like that's your wife and ultimately your daughter killed herself like they ended up divorced anyway I understand but then it's like you just opened up a whole other can of worms of you hiding stuff like even the fact that he went so far to send the text saying I can't do this I'm sorry and then put it in her hand upside down as you duly noted which is a good point because it seems like Somebody should have caught that, that he put the phone in her. I mean, granted, she was on the ground. Even if she fell, the phone wouldn't be upside down. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey found it on IMBD and you couldn't find it. Yeah, I couldn't find it on IMDb. So thank uh, you, Jeffrey name. Lynn. So, okay. Dr. Isaac, Shady Boots, the fact that he can go on and off, like, I mean, I get it. Addicts have, you know, these issues and, yeah. and I understand. But what was most confusing, I wasn't surprised by his behavior. I was like, okay, he's letting the real Isaac show. Mm -hmm. The real Isaac, please Please stand stand up. up. Please stand (laughs) up. (laughs) They get to see how corny we are. But I thought that it was so interesting how Annalise was reacting toward him. The entire episode. It was like once he told her that he relapsed when they were going to the meetings and having breakfast. Like when they were eating their breakfast, the whole time he was talking about Jacqueline and his past and how he got started on heroin. She was, I felt like she was looking at him and I don't know, in this kind of way. Lovingly? No, I don't think it was lovingly at all. What do you think? I don't, I just, I thought that she felt like he was, it was she, like she felt she I think she felt his shadiness finally. Yeah. She was looking at him like I don't really know what to believe. I don't know who you are. I don't know which face you're wearing. Yeah. Um which showed kind of when she realized he was high when he tried to kiss her and I cringed. I literally like I was pushing him away as if I were Annalise. Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> I'm so I mean I'm not happy that he relapsed, but I'm so happy that he was high yeah. and they didn't have that whole a moment. Makeout session. Ugh. I don't think she recognized it at first, like, when they were having the pancakes and stuff, and he's, like, sending her this text. It's not as good without you. I cringed when that happened. And because, she smiled. Yeah. that's. I thought she was feeling at that point, like, oh, okay, I'm helping this man. He relapsed. I've been through this. He needs help right now, so let me be that supportive person that he really needs. Right. And then I don't think she felt any differently. I don't think she felt, like, disgusted by him until she realized that he was... Hi. 
And then obviously all hell broke loose. And then he blamed it all on her and said, I wouldn't have been this way. But clearly, I think he's been this way for a long time. He ha- he said he hadn't done it in so long, but whatever. What? I can't type, by the way, guys. My keyboard shut down, but Niles is in the chat room starting trouble. Oh, see, I read it. And you were already going to get me off on the tangent. Would I eat pancakes with Nate? I think we all know the answer to that. Um, I would not eat pancakes with Dr. Isaac, though. But a, an important thing about this type. whole situation is that the reason why this is even happening or so Bonnie is officially back on team Annalise yeah. and she is trying to get Dr. Isaac off essentially by flirting with the ADA to get his papers. I and, thought it was and working. It worked. Well, I thought we thought it, we thought it worked. Yeah. They fooled us. You know what? That kind of pissed me off. Now, now that we're going over the episode, I'm a little pissed that Roja is as shady as he is. And Bonnie done jeopardized her career mm-hmm. over this guy. Well, she feels like she did him so wrong, which she did. Obviously she, she lied to him. What was her fake name? Something weird. Probably Sandrine. I don't know. <laughs> she was a lie. But she she did him so wrong. And that's why whenever we see her, obviously, at the end of the episode, going nuts that the ADA just, like, found her out, essentially. She's hyperventilating, going crazy. And then she uses the one piece of leverage that she has. And she just shows all of her cards to Denver and says, either drop this or whatever. Um... I, I don't know. I think it's because of the guilt that she felt. But it, it, it's like such a waste. Oh my god, you just wasted it, this huge thing on this man <clears> that's <throat> like still doing drugs and still going. And I mean, he needs help. Like it's not. He's not a lost cause. No one's a lost cause. But guilt because of their relationship. I think it was more. I told Annalise I would help get him off because she oh, wanted to yeah. back away. That's Once Annalise told her. His involvement with his daughter, Bonnie mm-hmm. was like, I can't go anywhere near it. And technically, Annalise pushed her to do whatever with the ADA mm-hmm. and, tr- and, you know, go light on the brief, which is ultimately what got them caught. And I oh, think you're so right. Yeah. That hyper, like, so her, her hyperventilating and et cetera wasn't toward Roja. It was like, okay, at this point, he is guilty. Mm-hmm. Leave him alone. She was ready to throw him to the dogs, right. bag of bones. Uh, but. You know, her and Annalise are just getting back together, yeah. and it's like, damn, I need to, you know. First get-go, you're going to disappoint her? Yeah, that makes total sense. But they really did have me fooled the whole time, and whenever she... I just wonder what she wrote in that report. Like, whenever the guy's like, why would I ever believe anything that you wrote in your report? Of course, this just proves to me. And it just sucks, because I think he was being honest in saying, like, I would have let this sit on my desk for forever. This, like no-name case that was solved however many years ago. I, I forget. And then just the look on her face, I was like, deny it. Like, be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Because the evidence was there, like, that supported what she was saying. But it was so clear once he said it that she was trying to get him off. And, that, and I mean, now what? She I guess she loses her job? Does, does, did she essentially quit? I don't, what happens now? Our fans are the funniest people ever. I'm so, I, they, they just take things and run with it. Oh, this is this is good. E.B. Morris, you could tell. Oh, it, it went away. Oh, uh, wait. What, what was it? Something about doing drugs every day, but those black eyes. Oh, the, the sockets. No, they, they. first of all, they ran with Nate Cakes. Oh, mm. That was a hashtag. <laughs> and someone said, why have Nate Cakes when you can have croissants with Asher? He was quite the baker tonight. He was brownies, croissants. I don't, know what, I don't know what was wrong with him. And now they're trying to kill Bonnie. What's, what's wrong with you? So, I th- okay, so she approaches Denver and 
gives him the recording, says you can either drop I thought that this was a case. really boss move. It was, it was. But she's like, I can either, you can either drop this case, let it go, or you can lose your campaign from jail. Yeah. And obviously, of course, like, who is Isaac Roja to him? He doesn't care. He, I'm sure he was probably like, okay, fine, whatever. But now, I mean, he, there's no way Bonnie can still work there because even if she, you know, destroys the evidence, which mm-hmm. she would never do, he knows that she has it. He, They officially know now. And, I mean, Annalise even tells the kids earlier, she's like, nah, she can't pay them. So it's not like she's going to get another job with Annalise. So TBD, what's going to happen to Bonnie? But at the end, when she's on the phone, you know, has, has the gun in her thing, whatever, I, I literally said to Elena, I was like, oh, she's about to die. And then our, and then Frank sitting there on the sidewalk, and I was like, or oh, he's about to die. It just felt like a, the, the music made it feel very murderous to me. <laughs> yes. Somebody's going to die. Exactly. Um, but then it wasn't. But she's asking him to move back in, which, because she's afraid of Denver and Jorge and what they're going to do to her. Because, I mean, she almost did kind of write her own death sentence. Now they know She's I for mean, sure okay. been tracking what him. What other option did she have, though? Because I was I was kind of losing my ish with her. Oh, same. When, when the ADA caught on to her, like, I for sure know you're working with Keating. And I went to Denver. And you know what makes it easy? Denver's running for governor or mm-hmm. whatever. It's so easy to ruin him. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's so easy to ruin him. There's, he does the dumbest thing. Yeah. Like, mm, she... she Probably could have played that. But when she was losing her mind, I felt bad for her because in this moment, this was really not something we can blame on her. Yeah. Like, she was just trying to help. No, it's it's not something. It's definitely not something. She did the best thing that she could do, but I I literally feel like she just wrote her own death sentence by doing it. The I can't remember the actual Bonnie's name, her the actress, her Mm -hmm. real name, even Mm -hmm. though we just saw her with long hair, whatever. Um, I think she did really great tonight because... She convinced me to be her friend. She did. She did that because she did the right thing. She did the best thing for them. She did do the best thing, and it wasn't Shay. Wow. Look, Look at us. I just want everybody to know that we're growing. We are growing. We're giving compliments when they're due. Right when I think Bonnie's like about to, about to die. Well, that also could mean, that could be why. she's Maybe she's about to die, so they want us to love her. Yeah. Well, another one. Well, something <laughs> creepy. This is like semi-prediction, but I don't mean it that way. Like, so many things, more that we'll get into, got, like, tied up tonight. Like, this, they lost. Obviously, they're going to keep going with the class action suit. They lost the class action suit. Laurel meets the baby. Mom is confronted. Can we get into the meeting of Christopher and Laurel? Yeah. Oh, gosh. That was so sweet. It was... It was... I was just smiling. I don't smile that often. I mean, I do, but like, I, <laughs> yeah, such a gorgeous I was just like smiling at the screen because I felt for Laurel in that moment to yeah. finally be able to meet your baby. It was just a really joyous moment and it was taken away. So like, as soon as she had to like say bye to Christopher, yeah, baby Christopher, Everything else just went downhill. Remember they were playing this music and I was like, why are they playing that music? And yeah. you were like, someone's going to die. It was like, essentially like Michael Myers. Like, that's what it reminded me of. Like, dun, 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 yeah, dun, and that kind of pissed me off. They gave us this little bit of joy and yeah. then psh, vanished. So when, so at the end when, when the gang, a few of the gang were like being all excited about wedding, which I know we'll get into, yeah. I was like bouncing around excited too because that little bit of joy that I had with baby Christopher was taken away and I yeah. needed to be 
happy about something. But after they give us joy, they always give us, like, the worst sorrow that could ever happen. How do you feel about Sandrine? Oh, Sandrine. (laughs) No, because, okay. I just don't know what she could possibly do. Let's go from the beginning. Let's go from the beginning. Okay. Frank wants to go to the hospital with Laurel. Yep. The mom has been calling the dad. Every day. Every day, which we don't know. If they're in cahoots or not. Mm-hmm. I love that word, cahoots. <laughs> and then, so Frank wants to go for protection, which I thought was very admirable. Yeah. He looks delicious. He looked very delicious Frank this was episode. like here. Nate was here tonight. Tonight. Yeah, Frank was a little higher than Nate. Because he was being such like a knight in shining armor. The, his whole, the whole point of him on tonight's episode was him trying to find out why was Laurel's mom meeting with Wes and why was she calling Jorge every single day and he's willing to risk I mean he first of all he killed Dominic like what a few days ago a couple of weeks ago and he knows that they gotta be tracking him at some point especially when Miss Sandrine at the hospital says oh I called your dad every day this week to talk him into letting you see the baby. Which and I'm like, made you me just think, said that on purpose. Yeah, which made me think that she's on to Frank. And I yeah. thought, so my thing is, if Frank wasn't there, like the dad didn't show up. That, t- that was surprising to me. Same. Because you would think that if they are working together, then he should be there. But maybe him not being there is kind of to convince Laurel that they aren't working together. And or, that her mom's on her side. And that her mom's on her side to give them that, like... I did this for you. I called your dad every day so you can see him by yourself because yeah. I love you so much, which builds Laura's trust. So Frank's going to be the bad guy when he tells her, your mom met with Wes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, all of this crap has happened. Mm. And I don't know how to feel like, I don't know. Do we know for sure? Well, oh, I mean, yeah, we she- don't, but I just can't think, I mean, maybe she was telling the truth. Maybe she was calling him every day trying to convince him to let Laurel see the baby. We really don't know. But... I don't think that's the case. I definitely think there's something going on behind the scenes and not in a good way, but I just can't even think of what it possibly could be. Like, would love to hear what y'all think it could be because <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, are you reading this? I just want yeah, to read Somebody the says Frank, Frank was onto her. Here's the thing Jessica wants Frank and Huck to get together on a crossover so they can get stuff done. April, like many of you in the chat room, I saw you guys uh, chatting before we went live. Don't watch Scandal. I get it. You're not a Scandal fan. The show fell off. April doesn't watch it either. So when I was trying to talk to her about the crossover, I was like, you're not following. You're not paying attention. I need you to pay attention. <laughs> She's like, this guy is here, so that means they're working. And I, was, I, was, I was like, wait a minute, because if you follow Scandal, then you know the gang's kind of broken up on that show right now. So to see them in the previews, it was just it was just so weird. So something has to be going on. Something has to be going on. Don't know if you watch it. Um, I would yeah. love to see Frank and Huck get together. I thought when Frank addressed Sandrine at mm-hmm. the end of the episode and was like, you know what? I tried to figure it out. I can't figure it out. So I'm just going to ask you to your face. He wasn't like shy about it. Yeah. He didn't try to talk slow because she tries to act like she doesn't understand English. He was just like, so what's up? I'm so happy that he did that. Like, Thank God, finally, someone's just confronting someone yeah. instead of being like, okay, let me hack all of these things and kill this person and do whatever. Like, just ask. Just go, just put how, your cards on the table. But that's also very dangerous because yeah. if she, in fact, is working with Jorge, I mean, granted, she is, she's already kind of on to him, but now it's like, okay, they have this photo. I don't know yeah. if she knew that they had the photo. Like, you knew that I had interaction with Wes. But she, I think they definitely already knew... Like, that they think something is up. 
I, th I think you're right. I don't think they knew about the picture because, I mean, well, we have no idea when that even happened or whatever. Uh-huh. But... I th uh -oh, what was No, that? no, no. Continue. Okay. But, um... Sardine. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I, I don't know. I just can't. I can't figure that situation out. But. I think it was a bold move. It's definitely. Wait, okay. Is it really true that our next episode isn't until March 1st? Because that's going to piss me off a that's little bit. That's not until March 1st. We got a whole like three weeks. Yeah. So does Scandal, let us know in the comments, does Scandal also have That's what I was trying to off? figure out. So I was staring at the viewing station that was watching Scandal because I wanted to see what was happening. Yeah. But I also want to know, are they going to progress to get to where we are on how to get away with murder? Like, are we are we even in the same year? Yeah. Scandal and how like it's just a little we need more information than Olivia coming to give a lecture. Like I need to know what's happening in Miss Pope life. Oh, she looked good though. She did look real she good. She so good. She ooh, it's going to be good. Okay, so we have to talk about why she's ultimately coming. Okay, um, let's get into it. So, oh, it's just like there's no point but because they she just loses and I'm so sad about it. Because uh, Nate senior was really making strides and mm -hmm. progress, and it was very heartbreaking to see him. The way that he deals with pain, mm -hmm. the way that he deals with hurt or sadness or being uncomfortable was heartbreaking for me because yeah. as soon as he got sad or disappointed about them not being able to have go to trial, he lashed out at Nate. Yeah, it was anger. Yeah. He doesn't know how to deal with it, obviously. And that's heartbreaking. So when, when him and Nate had the conversation and Nate was really like, look, you can't scare me away. I'm not going to go anywhere. Like, mm. And just like that, Nate's back on top. <laughs> as soon as she said it, I was like, no, I changed my mind. No, when he was saying it, I legit was not imagining a father-son conversation. It was yeah. like, a, like, that's my man telling me you can't scare me away mm -hmm. with your attitude or whatever. It was, it was attractive. Yeah. But it was what Nate Sr. needed to hear. Mm -hmm. And even them preparing the brief or whatever they were doing for to go to trial. It was when they were preparing for him to go on the stand and yeah. he was telling his story. That was hard. That was actually probably one of my favorite moments of the show, minus Laurel saying his name is Christopher because Wes was Kristoff. Whatever. Um, but, <laughs> and it's funny because I wrote down two of, not in two different moments though, I wrote down two of uh, Nate Sr.'s lines, but when he's telling the story um, you know, he was first, I guess, put in jail when he was only 26 for stealing for his family. And it brought me, I met this woman briefly who had been put in jail for stealing stuff from Target. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's just, it proves like, obviously people think, oh, you did this, you did this. There are so many other options, but it makes sense. Like you see your kids going hungry. They don't have any clothes. I, who's to say, like, none of us would do it? I mean, I'm sure right, right. I would rather than but he, see he, that happen. That's what he said, though. He literally exactly. said anyone in this situation is going to provide for their kid or is exactly. going to try. And it's just so he got, you know, he was put into the shoe, whatever. Then he starts telling, they called him the box or was it the boxer? I couldn't tell. I thought it was the I, box. I thought he was then, saying the box, like, like the box, that's a vagina. Yeah, that's why I, th I was like, but he's that's he does not have a vagina. I know, but let's. You know what? I'm not doing this with you. Okay. You're not about to. Okay, <laughs> I thought I thought he had. Uh, I thought they were just calling him the box, but I don't know why. Maybe he used to be a boxer. Let us know if y'all know because we do not know. Yeah, well, I don't know if it was the boxer boxer. I don't know if it was related to like he was always the fresh meat. And no, well, I think it was because they. You know, he at one point said it was kill or be killed. Like, everyone was like, I want a piece of the box, I think. Because I guess he just got known 
for fighting. Like that's why he was always constantly in the shoe because he was always in fights. And so people wanted to go after him because they're like, I'm the toughest. I can beat him up. Essentially is what happened. Everyone's saying he said boxer. Okay, boxer. All right, so boxer. Maybe he used to be a boxer. I don't know. We thought it was box. I did. I was like, what do you, what do you mean the box? Um, but when he's, when he's telling the story I of him. You, oh, gosh. We're going to have to delete that part from the um, tape. Cut. Yeah. Um, so whenever he's telling the story of him killing the officer, right? Uh, um, no, it was another cellmate. Okay, a, another cellmate. Um, he said that the guy punched or was like, so I want to see what the boxer is about. Mm -hmm. And the guy punched him first. And then the next thing he remembers is like being on top of him is being on top of him and, and punching him over and over. And this is one of the things I, I uh, wrote down. He said, I felt his skull crack under my fist. I remember that line. And it took five guards to get him off. And, um, that's, I mean, that's why I'm like, why aren't they talking more at this point? I guess there's no point in saying it in front of him, but about the, like, mental illness stuff. Well, they, but they, they did. They went right into it after that because yeah. they were like, okay, prior to that incident, how long had you been in solitary confinement? Yeah. And he said, I don't know, maybe a month. Mm -hmm. And Annalise was like, no, it was a year. Yeah. And my mouth dropped. Yeah. I remember my, like, I was just staring at the screen like, what? Because that is... Enough to make the most sane person go insane. You were in solitary confinement for 365 days. Yeah. And then they decided to let you out a bunch of a whole, like, and like, they didn't even ease you into it. Mm -hmm. They let you out. People started to harass you because you know that people are bullies and they, yeah. they want to try to win people, like, win others over. And of course they knew. You would, you know if, if someone's been in solitary confinement for a year. Like, that's how that, that kind of I am works. gonna go crazy. Yeah. I might still be a little sane, but I'm not gonna be all the way together. Yeah. And then I get out and I have a fight with this man and I feel his skull crack mm -hmm. and you put me back into solitary confinement. Like, that was, that was a lot for me. I wasn't happy about that. Well, he, and just the remorse, it's like, you can just tell. He's like, I didn't want any of this to happen. I never wanted to fight these people, which, okay, is an easy thing to say. But just like he said, it was kill or be killed. And I mean, he obviously won and that's how he got the reputation that he did. But because another important thing that they brought up, it was just kind of the reason why he even like got back in there in the first place so many times. Mm -hmm. It was because of the very simple parole violations, violations where he's like, I couldn't get a job, but yet I couldn't do this or I couldn't even be near alcohol, which, okay, that one makes sense. <laughs> um, I couldn't get a traffic violation. I couldn't, you know, all of these things. And that was the thing. It's like, one parole violation in the slightest bit can get you a longer sentence than what you originally even went in for, which is how he ended up there for so long. And if he had have had, had have had, that makes sense. If he but if he have. would have had a better representation, that probably wouldn't have happened. But and we talked, we we did touch on that before, and I. It's 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 going to be really interesting to see the crossover only because we I feel like we're rooting for the class action. Yeah, we want Annalise to do good. Yeah. Um. And there was one thing that we actually didn't talk about with Annalise, which the class action is reminding me of. But yeah. before we get there, um, Price, I'm definitely glad that your dad is fine now. He says his dad was in solitary for 125 days for beating somebody down. That's crazy. Oh wow. Well, I'm happy. That I'm happy that. 
He's, better. Yeah. But see, this is this is where the show comes into real life, and it really teaches you things, and you see these real issues being brought up and talked about, and that's the only way to, like, actually really solve them in... I really liked Michaela's character, kind mm-hmm. of, tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that the gang were... I like that they were fighting over the class action. Yeah. Okay, finally, least, they're like doing what they're supposed to be yeah. doing. Who's better? Who who wrote the I sent you this amendment. Like I thought that that was that competition was healthy. Yeah. Uh I love that it inspired Connor to want to go back to law school. Mm-hmm. Does anyone else think that Michaela's real character might be pregnant? I've been saying that for the last 3 episodes. She just looks pregnant now. It would be really bad if she's not pregnant. Oh, I and know. I'm and I'm calling her looking pregnant. <laughs> But find. it's not that she she's not bigger. She just looks it's something she, about yeah. Her it was different. her stomach. It yeah. was like some of her features look like she's pregnant. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I know it for another time. But let yeah. me know if you might know if she's pregnant because she's dating Alfred Enoch in real life. They're still dating. Apparently, she just posted a pic. Baby Christopher. Oh my gosh! What if they are pregnant and they name their child Christopher? That would be hilarious. I would die. I would die. Okay. Anyway, so yeah. back to the important stuff. What I loved. <laughs> another, we're we're, we're on a roll with the breaking news. <laughs> Another important aspect for me was when Annalise and Isaac were arguing with each other, mm-hmm. and he was putting the blame on her, and she fired back. Mm-hmm. This was the first time that she plays victim a lot, but this was the first time that she was like, you will not put the blame on me, and you taught me that. And I think that Michaela's adopted that, even when they wanted to quit and give up on the class action, and she was like, no, this is what we can do. The yeah. fact that Michaela's the one who introduced Olivia Pope, the whole idea. That's just, Yeah. Hashtag it's fire. Black girl magic. She she annoyed me slightly tonight. Whenever she because she does interject herself when something is big. Mm-hmm. But I guess you know if you're if you have the brains and the power that she does, why would you insert yourself into something that was you know less than? But and she's been working with Tegan for so long, so she's kind of just now able to be a part of it. But the state Supreme Court steals it from them, so they don't even get to have a trial, moral of the whole story. And then they just say that they have to write a briefing. Right. And of course, I mean, Annalise is so right. She's like, this is just an easy way for them to say no to me. Mm -hmm. And actually, for a second, I thought, because they made a good point, they took her to, like, where the state Supreme... I forgot where it was. Some... Where the state Supreme Court was. And Nate's like, they wouldn't call you there unless, you know, it's a, they wanted it's to a good reason. Right. Um, so I actually thought that it was going to be, I thought we were going to have two things happen. Like one really good thing, which was going to be that, mm-hmm. uh, her winning the class action, or, and, or at least like getting a trial for it, and then somebody was going to die. But no, it was just bad no, all around. None of it. <laughs> uh, oh, no, not bad that they didn't die. Um, but... She and Nate kind of had another moment. I don't know. We'll see if they're even going to go there. I kind of hope not, I like but... where their relationship is right now without the romance, honestly. Yeah. I don't want her hooking up with anyone else, but I like where her and Nate are right now. Yeah. Um, It's interesting. Let's get into some predictions, only because I just feel like I have a lot there. Yeah. And I was going to say, speaking of them being together, of togetherness, Connor and Oliver are back on with the wedding. Well, that was... Okay. Let's not get into predictions. Isn't that, doesn't that not make you upset? You know, you know how I feel about that. Because he had his moment, especially when he was talking with Asher mm-hmm. at the hospital. Um, 
when Oliver was going through his whole Simon thing. We didn't hear anything about Simon today. Is he dead? Is he alive? Is he making progress? We don't know. Yeah. Oliver didn't mention Simon. Oliver was quiet today. But we kind of barely saw them. It was more about, actually, I'm so, it was like about the stuff that I really wanted to know about. Yeah, tonight. same. I I thought it was great. Oliver was quiet, so mm-hmm. I kind of like him again because he's not being annoying. Yeah, this was good. This is it what we good. needed. It was good for them, and it's, I'm just happy that Connor's back in school or is not going yet. to be back in school. And it's just like you know they're making strides. Dare I say they're growing up? But then okay, no, because then he's talking <laughs> about taking summer classes and planning a wedding. But he had the realization that he's too good for Oliver. So. So why are you going to marry him? I guess he changed his mind. Yeah, but it's too back and forth for me. It always is, but that's Mm. how it goes. Okay, you want to predict? Do you want to predict? I want to predict. I'm trying to think about what I got. We're going to predict, guys. We're going to predict. 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 No, I don't want to say it that way. Oliver and Colin are need some spice. Yeah. Uh, Colliver is corny. Colliver. (laughs) That sounds like cauliflower. Can you predict how how sardine knows West? First of all, I am fully on board with all with all y'all calling Sandrine sardine. That is my favorite. I'm really upset that you really knew that her name was Sandrine. That bothers me. Y'all, y'all should have seen her. She was like, "What?" Oh, and I'm never right about that stuff. So I'm so happy. I'm just kidding. Okay, so I want to say some of these. Everyone, Oliver or Connor die. Is that um, your prediction? Sylvia Wood says that Connor doesn't know what he wants. Fina Juliana. Um, I, I don't think that. I, Actually, I really don't, like, know what even is going to happen next. Tonight was an episode of Pretty Bow, Pretty Bow, Pretty... Like, moving along with certain subjects. Um, Obviously, we know that Olivia Pope is going to be there to help Annalise with the class action. Okay, that's a prediction. I think that's going to come back and she's going to win. But ooh, I Who's going like, to win? Olivia's uh, going to win? Well, no, Annalise. Or is, Annalise? No, I, of course she can't be on there for long enough to like win this whole class action. So I think she's going to help light it back up and then Annalise is going to win it. But I have a feeling that something really really sad is going to happen in the meantime. Yeah, and that that's what makes it's scary. I really loved FYI when they introduced Olivia that she was writing on the chalkboard how to get away with a scandal. Yeah. Ooh, scandalous. Just like what's yeah, the face? Yeah, I thought that that was really cool. Yeah. Um so we know that they're it's it's they're going to clash, my opinion. Yeah. Annalise and Olivia, and we kind of saw a snippet of that, so I'm not cheating. I think I already predicted this. Mm-hmm. They're really strong and they're very at the top of what they do. So to have them both on a TV show is epic. I know. Um, to see them go at work is going to be epic, but they're going to clash in a big way. And I'm scared to predict that they might clash in a way that would hurt the class action mm-hmm. because we know that Olivia has a political background and Bonnie just tried to... Um, blackmail Denver. Mm-hmm. So with her being in town, I feel like she's going to be a hot commodity and everyone's going to want to like dig at her, like her. help me do this, help me do that. Mm-hmm. So it could possibly switch on Annalise. Like Annalise go to her for help, but then the governor, who, the person who's running for governor who's trying to get out of being blackmailed might, you know, yeah, it just might be a lot. There's a lot of people that would want her attention for sure. And I, I, th- I think it would be really cool to play into that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it would be really cool to like not not necessarily deliver us the icing on the cake, yeah. but to make us work for When do they not make us work yeah, for Yeah, they it? always do. That's why I think it's going to be that great. Yeah. Um, someone asked earlier, can we predict how um, Laurel's mom knows Wes? I, what do you think? 
Oh, gosh. I just Why would he have contacted her? I mean, could it go back to the Mahoney's? Maybe. I could thought it, could that it, it have just had been, to do with the Mahoney's. Could it have just been him? Like, maybe he was about to propose. I don't know. Could it have been something like that? Could it have been him trying to reconnect them? It, it just doesn't make any sort of sense. So I'm going to say it's one of those things. One of those three things that I just said. I'm going to say... <laughs> Um, he, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't even tell you because that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't make sense because we still don't know who he called. We don't know if he actually called Dominic. Right. Or if it was just like a, someone yeah. cloning his phone And it might've been his mom or her mom. But then that, the reason I don't know is because all of my predictions about that situation makes me question Wes. Same, because it just makes him, like, what were you up to, It makes him, uh, we already know the mom is yeah, shady. We yeah. know the dad is shady. Like, we know everyone is shady, but it makes me question Wes and Wes's motives and what he's been involved with and how much he really did know. And what, you know what I mean? And I don't, I don't have the mental capacity to go down that route. Well, I think the reason why, I ke- the thing that I keep forgetting is that he did call himself Kristoff. Kristoff. So whether he... I just don't think, I think the cloning the phone thing is like too far fetched because that just takes away this whole big topic we've been talking about for so long and makes it a moot point. Like, then it just doesn't matter. So I don't, because literally if someone just cloned his phone and he was calling someone from his past, whatever, it doesn't matter. I think it has to matter for some reason. I see a couple people saying that um, Mahoney, Jorge Mahoney. and Sandrine are trying to get the Mahoney money. Um, where were you guys last week when I brought up the whole Mahoney's and then the whole cast was like, it's too late for the Mahoney's to come back. And I was like, hello guys. I still kind of think that I think it's a little random, but it makes more sense than someone or it it has more of a story than his phone just being cloned and he didn't actually call Dominic. He called someone else and whatever. Fina says in case of emergency is Sandri. She, she handles business, but isn't she sick? I mean, not sick, but doesn't she, like... She's bipolar. Yeah, like... Yeah. I, I don't... I don't know. This confuses me. Let, me. let me get something solid. My prediction for next week is... Um, Three hell. weeks. I, Laura's gonna get her baby. Laurel's gonna get her baby. Her mama's gonna play her and let her think that she's got the baby and she's gonna be living with the baby all good and dandy and they're gonna steal the baby. I wanna say, how did they find a baby that looked... That Just looked like, like Wes! Wes. It looks like It him. looked like Alfred Enoch. Yeah. I literally looked at April. I said, that baby looks like Wes. And this was so funny because when I told it to her, I laughed at myself because yeah. this is a cast show. It's fake. Like, all of it is fictional. So the fact that I was like, oh, my God, it looks like Wes. I was like, who are you right but now? But it really right did. It really did. It really did. And then uh, April found out that babies get their color after a while. Yes. Y'all remember us talking about that? She was like, you were ago. like, oh, he f- and he got his color. I was like, he finally got his color. <laughs> I thought the baby was white at first. No, it's self. Okay. I learned. All right. Um, I don't have anything else, yeah, I guess. We got some good ones. I bet Oliver's going to send Simon a, <laughs> a wedding invite. LMAO. That Y'all would be are too savage tonight. And it is making me so funny. I love this. Well, can that be a prediction, though? Do we think Simon's going to make a recovery? I don't think we've ever said. We haven't. I think Simon's going to make a recovery. You think so? Yep. I think he's not, I just think he's not going to die. Maybe he'll be about, I I don't think Simon's going to die. I'll leave it at that. I think he's going to make a recovery. He's going to make a recovery when we don't, when we least expect it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to blow everything up. Because something has to blow everything up. But poor Asher, he done became a baker and now he's going to go to jail. Can you bake for me, Asher? No. 
don't know. He's going to go to jail. I guess he can use those tools in there. You Dang know. it, guys. Okay, well. Thank fo- you so much for joining us. Yeah, give us more of your predictions. Yeah. I know. So I'm more interactive on Instagram than I am on Twitter, by the way. Same. Like, I respond quicker via Instagram. Um, Hit us up. We have a whole three weeks. Let us know your Valentine's plans, if you're going to be baking like Asher or not. Yeah. And I guess we'll see you on a crossover. We also talked about what we possibly want to do for the crossover. So if you have any ideas, we're thinking about mixing the Scandal Pandal and the How to Get Away with Murder Pandal. But you guys don't watch Scandal, so that might be a little weird. So let us know if you hate the idea. That's a good thing. Let us know what y'all want to do. Yeah. For sure. Okay, perfect. Where can they find y'all in the meantime? And I said y'all, but you. They can find me, me, and me <laughs> at hey underscore it's late on all social platforms. And y'all can find me everywhere at April Wissenhant. Definitely comment, tweet, Instagram, like us. We want to know exactly what y'all think, and we will see y'all on March 1st. Now, I promise I will reply on Twitter. He says we never reply on Twitter. <gasps> I reply? Some, most times. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 